0: Watson it, gets it, he, toe drags, shoots, oh, oh unbelievable, right at point, wins the game in overtime, an incredible move.
1: All right, we're live on our first episode back since the events that transpired in the first round of the playoffs. Um it's going to be our first official episode on iTunes so if you're listening to this give us five star review leave a good comment and share on share with your friends at zappy boys pod on the podcast app on the on the apple podcast app or the iTunes store i guess um well there there's actually a couple episodes on there that are old but like they just needed i think two or three episodes to to like get your feed going, but this is our first one since we've been on. Anyways, uh, Sam and I are here in
0: Gainesville. Zach's in Tampa. What's going on, boys? What's up, y'all? What's up, iTunes? Finally made it on here. Long time coming. But uh, we're ready to rock and roll after the uh, – we had to take a couple months for the events of April. So we're going to talk about that.
1: Yeah, had to live, love, laugh to go through the healing <laughs> process. Eat, pray, love. <laughs> Sam.
2: Oh, uh, what to do, baby? Uh, we out here. You know, I had to get the Kawhi a little shout out there. I don't know if you guys saw that video. It's classic. <laughs> what to <laughs> <you> do, <laughs> <baby>? uh, <laughs> yeah, do, baby? Um, but yeah, man, we've just been recovering. I don't, I don't think I'm over it yet. But you know, it's gonna take some time. But
1: yeah, how have, how have you
0: handled it, Zach? The the playoff thing, yeah. Gonna, <laughs> the playoff thing, yeah. I just uh, kind of laughed it off when it happened. It was just like oh, yeah. it was. <laughs> you just had to laugh when it was going down. I'm like, this is a fucking joke.
2: Yeah, I feel that. Like, like, I kind of checked out after like game two, and maybe like maybe game three. Like, it was tied at one point, but then they scored, and I was like, all right, yeah, like, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Now that we're talking about, I member, because honestly,
0: it feels like so long ago.
2: But, the playoffs. Yeah.
0: The playoffs in general felt so fucking long. Just to, like Those put things a in perspective, series, man. I was yeah. still, I was
1: still in Spain with like a month left to go in my program when we got bounced for the playoffs. So, like, I've literally, I was in Spain for another month. I came home. I was home for you know a few days. I started summer semester. It's been a month since then now. Like, it's been so long that I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I've, ah. I've been over it. But uh, I think. The reason I was able to get over it so fast is that, uh, well, I stayed off of the interwet, the internet, the hockey interwebs as much as I could, which is like literally ninety per- percent of the suck of losing is just people shitting on your team and just like yeah, we can't we can't talk
2: shit like for a long time.
1: Yeah, after after it happened, I, I just like removed we, myself no, remove myself no from those online circles, and I think that really helped out because like. At the end of the day, even even though we were heavy favorites, I, we said it in the the episode that's lost to the archives. We said um, that even though we're the heavy favorites, you know, there's still like an eighty percent chance we don't win. Like, there's never going to be a team that's more likely not to win the cup. So, like, the odds are we weren't going to win. And if you can just kind of, it. So if you're going to lose, if you're most likely going to lose, it doesn't really matter how you lose. So. That's kind of the perspective I took. Like, you know, the only the only thing that matters about us getting swept, like, the only it doesn't matter except for the fact that people are gonna meme us and joke, goof on us. So whatever.
0: I think the best, if it made it a little bit easier, was the fact that a lot of good teams lost in the first round. If it was just us and like Washington didn't lose or Vegas didn't lose or whoever else it was lost Calgary, then we would have been. Yeah, it was I mean a, we still got we still got Ream pretty good. There was a good We got out
2: we we literally we won maybe one we won one period and maybe maybe one other half one other half of a period. Out of yeah. twelve periods in that series, it we can only ex- say we fully won
1: one. It was, it was an, the first period. It was an exceptionally random year in the NHL during the playoffs. Um I do remember it was. I do remember after game one, I was like the sky's falling like we literally pissed away the whole series in, in two periods, and I was panicking. Yes, and right. then every single, yeah, every, and then I talked myself out of like immediately following the game the day after. That was my mindset. And then the, the day of game two, I talked myself, you know, I'm, I was just thinking, you know, yeah. I, oh, I overreacted. Like it's not, it's just one game. Like they'll bounce back. And then, no, they proved me right. Literally every single game, except for maybe the last period of, of uh, game four. They played like dog shit, and it—it was—they just—they just lost their swag. They lost their confidence, and they just never got it back. They looked yeah, like
0: yeah. You
2: know, I was pretty optimistic going into Game Two, just because you know if anybody can come back, it's us. But when they scored first and they scored early, from what I recall, uh, I was like, okay. Was yeah, like, they, after
1: after Game One, they scored like I'm pretty sure they went up yeah, at least two zero like in like five, every game. Next, Next, yeah, and but um, I mean, like you said,
2: we lost our swag, we lost our confidence, but not only that, I think we shut off mentally. They Once again, we just showed up, but there's something about this team and our mental toughness, it just isn't what it is, what it needs to be to be a Stanley Cup champion. We shut off, man. That, uh, we really shut off. That's, that's Which, by bad. the way, that's so,
1: classic by- regular season lightning, is just going down 0-2 like every game, and then just in the yeah. regular season, they come back and they... Then they do it again, and it just drives me. Cra- and then it just drives you
0: crazy. And then they did it in the playoffs. And, so and like, then
2: you, when you reach the point that you can't do that anymore, you know, and it shoots you in the foot.
0: I think I think that's those are good points of the the 2 thing is they just you can't do that shit. And then they I think they expected the Columbus just to stop playing that well. I guess like they,
1: I feel like I, they yeah. were saying,
0: uh, all right, like all right, yeah. they'll 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 chill out. Like but and not, eventually they'll even come to- back down. You know, yeah. So it wasn't even know, it,
2: the play much. They we got our coach too. And everybody's yeah, players, yeah. The second year in a row, the, new,
1: the second year in a row, John Cooper yeah, is just Cooper, stumped man. by a neutral zone just, trap. You know, absolutely
0: stumped. Our last six I can't fucking for, adjust.
2: Our last six playoff games, you day back to last year, from game six from the ECF, game six and seven. These four games, we've looked like
0: absolute dog shit. That's a yeah. That's a that is a crazy stat too. Is those is. are probably
2: those are you know they're obviously the big six biggest games looking back on it, but those are the six probably the six worst games under Cooper's tenure. Like we we've, we've just shat the bed.
0: They have gotta change going what going ahead here to what we're gonna talk about later. But something's got you can't come in with the so same you, team. Yeah yeah. So do you think it was
1: just a freak occurrence where everything went wrong for for a week, or do you think? It's there's bigger problems at bay. I
0: I thought it was a freak occurrence last year with the Washington thing. I don't think this is as much of a freak occurrence as I I think I think there's more of a I would say bigger issue or leaning toward a bigger issue. I don't think this is a freak occurrence. What scares me is that I think Brisbois
1: thinks it was a freak occurrence because ever since it happened, yeah. he's saying I'm not going to blow blow anything up. We're gonna not overreact, which is fine, but like we can't roll into next year with the same exact team, like we just can't.
0: It's just not. It's just not yeah. gonna work. Um, like yeah, like you said, I respect that because a lot of people would just blow up the team. Like Pittsburgh, I think is uh, they've been ta- they've been trading a bunch of pieces out and just blowing everything up. Kessel, yeah, Kessel like Kessel they're thinking about trading Kessel and just a bunch of shit, but. Yeah, so I think his stance is good that way, but also you have to do something. I don't think you can just say, "Well, we won sixty-two next year. We'll just play. We'll play better in the playoffs." Like that's not. I don't. I don't see that happening. But whatever. Mm -hmm. So before we get to, uh,
1: oh, go ahead.
2: I think something should be done. Whether it's you know, obviously, I think for cap considerations, it might be in our best interest to maybe cut some ties with some guys. Either that, or bring some new guys over via trade, or maybe give some younger guys shots. But I think some there needs to be some tweaks. And as far as the whole freak thing, you know, bringing it back to the same squad. Like I feel like they're definitely they ought to be hella motivated now. You know, you know they, they got a have have bigger chip than anybody. Yeah,
0: you would think after after being up three two in the finals last year that, and then you not scoring a goal for two games. No, absolutely, they should have been. But,
2: now it's you know it's it's I think it's really now or never. Like, I think this group is on their last straw. If if this wasn't the last straw, with the new groups that we've had since fourteen, fifteen, this next season's got to be.
1: Um, I would probably disagree a little bit, just because if the only if there is any like the main advantage of not blowing things up is that, um. Well, I mean, yeah, probably this is our last chance, as we know, for guys like Calorne and Johnson and Palat, per- perhaps, but Yes, that's um, pretty much yeah, the yeah, three yeah. of the
2: nucleus that I'm talking about just because yeah. like they were such a factor yeah, yeah. and now they're they are pretty much fading. But and they had relatively good years other than like because he was injured.
0: And they're gonna be the, the they're gonna be the trade bait too. That's why if it's exactly, their last chance and they're, they're trade updating, bait updating, and, updating and draft bait. Over yeah. five million. Yeah.
1: Uh, expansion draft bait. So we're gonna actually touch on that stuff here shortly i wanted to mention a couple more things about that series uh one being that headman was clearly like i think he had a concussion or something Dude, he and in a, game, a... in a game in a game in the
0: game that he played he only played game one right i think he tried didn't he try and come back for like three or four he tried to play three and four, then he yeah. fucked and then he left he left halfway through i think, he, think again i don't think so was, i think he
1: i think he played he game trash. one and then he never came back. I think maybe he played game two and then was out for three and four. But, I, I, yeah, I think that's what it was. Either way, however much he played, he was atrocious, like yeah, terrible. You could,
0: yeah, you could tell something was wrong. There's, there's no the way. I think it was – oh, I remember what it was. He played game two,
1: and then if you remember, at the end of game two – uh, you know they're trying to send a message so they're getting little scrums the last hit. 5 yeah, minutes of the game yeah he got like punch he got punched in the head basically with a glove on and then he never came he back the board. yeah so um i think it was probably a concussion and cuz i remember they were saying he he didn't want to play cuz he couldn't be physical which tells me the when like, does
0: he ever do that though <laughs> well even Sorry, less so um, yeah
1: cuz i remember the play he got hurt on the regular season was when we were playing the capitals and like carl haglin kind of like reverse hit him and he kind of, like, hit him in the head, and he left the game. And then I, it had to be concussion. And then he's probably just scared of getting hit in the head. Like, he didn't want to go into the boards get hit in the head again. Um, but, yeah, he was atrocious. So, like, honestly, we were better off without him in the last two games because he was that bad in the two games he played. Um, and then the other thing was that Vasilevsky just forgot how to make a save of anything top cheese. every Anything that was yeah. shot above the shoulder, high glove, Went in every time. It was crazy. Watch it, watching the power play, it was like a flashback to last year when our, power, our penalty kill was dog shit. And it felt like every time we took a penalty, the puck was going in the back of the net. And then we had a really especially good penalty kill this year. Yeah, especially against Washington. Then we had a really good penalty kill, kill this year. And then it was just like throwback. Every time Columbus had a power play, ended in the back of the net. Vasilevsky couldn't save anything. High. Not to say it was all his fault because they certainly didn't play well, but like it, he was not his normal self. And uh, no, then, wasn't. and then the other notable thing was Cooch taking a a one game sussy for
0: cross checking Udobar in cussie. the back of the
2: head, being a being an idiot.
0: Yeah, that was a that was a dumb. That's when you know that was the moment where I was like, all right, they're mentally they're mentally, they're mentally shut done. off. Yeah, like, they're mentally dumb. done. That was also a nice that's throwback
1: to when he was less mature than if you. Read Joe Smith all year. It was always talking about how more mature cooch is this year because he had a kid and I mean, it, things are more in perspective. He, percent- right. he, does, he whole, doesn't get so high or so low, strong, and then he's
2: so calm and everything. And then for him to just like let it get to him, I think I don't know. It's like, those Russians.
1: About, Malkin, Malkin, that, that, Malkin, their Malkin swung that, his
0: stick like a baseball bat at a guy's head this year. Bro, when their yeah. wires cross, dude, their wires cross, man. They're going for heads. He so. was
2: he was he was struggling and especially he hit the hit, hit the post when we were up 3-0, which would have iced game was Oh
1: yeah, there there was all yeah, there were so many moments in game one that honestly if we if we would have just held them off and won the game, the whole series would have been completely different. If we would have won mm-hmm. I remember the beginning of second period of game one, we had a power play, Cooch hit the top right corner of the post. Then later in the period Stamkos got a pass to him in the slot. Bobrovsky makes a sprawling like pad save if either of those went in I literally think it's probably like a sweep because jackets are down 4-0 they're not coming back from that 3-0 was just close enough for them to get one and then get two and then dude Bob was on his shit though I don't yeah. know what he, he was man, after, that period, dude, dude, after, no, after, after the years,
2: first period dude after the first period he was
1: terrible in the first period everyone yeah. was yeah. going yeah, oh classic playoff dead. Bob
2: we got we might have got lucky with three goals in the first period because I can't recall, but, like, they didn't play good at all in the first period, but he wasn't a sharp either, but he he flipped the switch.
1: I think such a hot start in that first period was probably the worst thing that could have happened to us because it was like – Oh, yeah. They immediately we took – once killer, they took their killer, foot off the yeah, gas, they never were able to get it back on. Like,
0: yeah. Dude, they were probably just – yeah, they were just thinking, like, yawning in the locker room in between periods. Like, really, this is – is this how easy it's going to be, like – yeah, probably you're it's right. Probably to the work. worst thing that happened. If we would have, if they would have like went down one zero
1: to start that game, or even if they would have just lost game one in like a tight game, I think it would have woke them up a little bit, and they would have like they wouldn't have lost their confidence in the way that you do when you blow a 3-0 lead at home. Yeah, because they lost their confidence, and there was like no
0: getting it back. Well, and then a double double hit to that is then just getting absolutely slaughtered in game two. Because then you, you would think that maybe they came back yeah. strong and they got They like I remember they, they didn't practice. Into.
1: I remember they didn't practice. And that was the, I, probably this, probably one of the most frustrating things about it is hearing after the games, the interviews, where they're saying, oh, like, we know what we need to do. Like, we trust ourselves. And, I'm, and then they go out on the ice, and it's like the same shit. And then a- after game one, they didn't practice. Cooper's like, I know my group. We'll be back. You know, he sent like, Tyler Johnson, Alex Clorin to talk to the media. They're saying this group knows what we need to do. Then they get spanked, and it's yeah. like, "What? Got a fucking."
2: Where was Steven Stamkos talking to the media?
0: Got a fucking adjust, man.
2: Stamkos took some hits, man. They they were calling for his captaincy.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, not uh, to. Every, he was getting reamed. But, but then it, then
1: they he scores probably like the one of the nicest goals in the playoffs in game four.
2: Little, too little, too late, unfortunately. Mm, too yeah, late, man.
1: Um. Yeah, and then it doesn't help, this is like, obviously we deserve to lose, but it doesn't help that in the playoffs, they co- they call the games completely differently. Like, I remember watching game three and game four, and we were not getting any we calls.
2: Could, we could get a fucking call, man. Like, not to make that's that really, excuse as that's anything, re- Yeah, it's, it's really and frustrating even when we just get call it called, it the like, same our way. Our power play was bad. Our power play wasn't what it needed to be. Yeah,
1: it wasn't. Yeah, it's just annoying, like, I'm not, yeah, not making an excuse, I'm just saying in general for the whole sport, like, call the game the same way you call the regular season. Because if they don't change, we're going to have a hard time, because we score a lot of power play goals in the regular season, and then those English things just dry piece, up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty much everything went wrong. The power play was shit, the penalty kill was shit, both those were league leading. We finished like one and two in those. Anyways, that's... Can't remember, can't remember what we did
0: well, actually.
1: Nothing. I can't remember if there was anything well. that we did. No, we it was – everything was bad. Jesus. Everything. I also I remember
2: – if there were any highlights, was, I think Eric Chernak played pretty well. Mm, Dude, he, I he thought Chernak played well. Postseason.
1: Sergachev, I thought, played well. Coburn played really well. After Are being scratched the
2: first two games. Well, our offense was pretty bad. Yeah, you man, forgot.
0: Forgot our boy Ruda. Co- oh my god, fucking god! We're gonna get to that. A, we're gonna get to that in a minute.
1: We're gonna get to that in a minute. Stop. Coburn, I don't know why the fuck he scratched Coburn after Girardi was hurt. Like the last two weeks of the there season, was, he scratches no. Coburn the first two games, and then Coburn's our best defenseman for, for game three Ruda. and four.
0: Yeah, Ruda of all people. Yeah, that was there was oh. a lot of like you bringing this up. There's like yeah, there I was, was over so it, now, and now like, I'm getting. You're, like, heated you just yeah you're scratching your head you're like why is he like what's the point like Coburn for Ruda. you're like all right Coburn's not great it but was he's not, definitely better than Ruda Sergachev really played the right bad. side
1: yeah. Sergachev played the right side all year then you get to the playoffs and you're that concerned about having a righty in the lineup which to be fair Ruda yeah. played decent in the regulars he played well enough that I'm like okay like he could be a bottom pairing guy he was so fucking bad in the playoffs, so I was like, I never want to see this fucker wearing blue or white again. Yeah, then we fucking resign him do the fucking. Dude, he must he me. must
0: suck. He must suck a mean dick to get one point three. Oh, we're, we're, we'll, we'll get to that. We're, we're gonna get to that. Anyways, I thought
1: Surguchev played well. I, I feel like Surguchev has some haters online, and I'm not really sure why. Cause he'll make him. He'll you know he'll make some mistakes, but he's like twenty. 21
0: 22 I think he's I think he's looking better. He yeah, he, I'm most excited to see him next year cuz and in the World Championships he was playing pretty well for Russia. Yeah. Um he has really great
1: numbers uh for like Corsi, driving play, sh- uh, shots for um which you can attribute to him playing third pair this year. Um but we'll, we'll talk about that some more. So that was that was a solid 20 minutes reminiscing on a the playoffs, man. Our short, short-lived
0: playoff run. Here's my final take on playoffs,
2: it. Uh, I'll just say shout out to the Blues. Good for them.
0: Yeah. Why don't we take their mantra and go from uh, worst to first instead of uh, yeah, trying to stay they, first all year? You
2: no, know, that's uh, that's something we should look at. Man, they, there's something to be. There's something to be right, s- to be the right s- way,
1: man.
0: Yeah. I
2: mean, I'm not gassing up just because they beat Boston. Like, thank fucking god they.
1: Thank beat Boston. God, Boston. <laughs> After, like we said, this is a really random playoffs. As soon as uh, the the Hurricanes beat the... Uh, the Hurricanes beat the... Um,
0: Islanders. Islanders.
1: Yeah, they yeah. beat the Caps and they beat the Islanders. No, islands. as soon as the... Ca- yeah, no, as soon islands. as the Hurricanes beat the Capitals, I was like, oh, no. This is setting up for the Bruins to, to fucking win. Uh, yeah, Thanks. Pros, yeah. Fuck, they so did no, not shout win. Shout
2: out to the Blues, man. And, and you know, just a good team. And obviously, you know, it was their first... You know, everybody knows. Yo. First Stanley all right, I wanted to mention this. Hit.
1: Thank you for bringing up the Blues. The Blues fleece Buffalo for Ryan O'Reilly, and he wins the consmite. He was amazing in the Bro. playoffs. Ryan Flea. O'Reilly
0: is underrated. Underrated. Under-
1: but watching Ryan O'Reilly, it reminds me a lot of Sorelli. I think Sorelli could turn into a Ryan O'Reilly
0: type. Sorelli was one of the only guys to bring it back to the playoffs that I was like, all right, he's playing he's playing decent. Sorelli was our, our
1: best forward.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You we'll knew see. it was panic like mode I when Cooch, Cooch Cirelli, put Sorelli with Cirelli, Stammer
1: Cooch in game four. You knew it was panic yeah. mode.
2: I think Sorelli projects, like, more as, like, a skill player than, like, O'Reilly does. Because, like, I think O'Reilly's, like, someone to, like, not be, like, fucked with.
0: Well, he's and not like going to, like... We need somebody, be. like, hit like, yeah, like that, that can win face-offs like, like O'Reilly. Like fuck. You, you, yeah, I'm he saying kind of
2: like a Brian Boyle for us, but he like took off like offensively, like he was scoring raw assholes and just yeah. take to him. And he was like he was a tone setter. He won faceoffs. He was amazing at winning faceoffs, man.
1: Yeah, he and Costly. Yeah, but
2: do you guys mean, see the picture of him and Pat Maroon on on the plane heading back? Iconic picture.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean it's still. I mean he was a rookie this season. He he was like maybe fifty two or fifty three percent faceoff wins. He's our already our highest. Uh, highest time on the penalty kill for our forwards. So, yeah. it, I mean, it's – you have to give him t- – like, I, I could see him turning into a Ryan O'Reilly type with maybe even more offensive upside because Ryan O'Reilly is like, what, a 60-point yeah. guy? 50, I 60 so. point
0: so. I, I, I don't know if I'd see Sorelli 60 points, but I think if he's between 50 and 60, I think that's, that's pretty damn good. I'm
1: just saying I think he could fill that same role that O'Reilly did for – yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so anyways, that was yeah, all right, so let's talk about all right, so the draft is this Friday and Saturday. Um leading up to the, the draft we were involved in some some more spicy Carlson rumors, which were just <laughs> <laughs> we've been blue we've been, out. that's how spicy
2: they were.
1: We've been blueballed balled by those rumors for
0: two close it's to two years here. now. Um, I'm still waiting I'm yeah, still yeah. waiting for the lightning sign and trade rumor to happen. Yeah, which by no, the way, the, he's gonna get
1: eleven and a half in San Jose. That's that makes him the highest paid defenseman, right? Uh Dude, makes, 11. Downey makes eleven.
0: Dowdy makes eleven. It's I'm the same sure contract. Same contract. No,
1: it's, I think it's eight by eleven and a half. Dowdy got eight by eleven, I believe. Carlson's sure. eight.
0: Carlson's yeah, eight, eight for eighty-eight. Eight for eighty-eight. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, so still, that's
1: sure the same. that's still a uh, for a guy. His, his his Achilles is made of jello and his ankle is made up of spare parts they found <laughs> laying around
0: yeah uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have i i didn't want the lightning to trade for him i would have based off of what i saw last year
1: i would have uh i, uh, I would have liked it if you would you know sign for if he signed for eight million which is what they were saying if he comes to the lightning this is what it's gonna have to be for and he was open to it i would have been thrilled it would have been a little risky but like you can't not sign him for that number um, but for eleven, eleven or eleven and a half, whatever it is, he can enjoy San Jose, yep. and uh, they're, f- far, they have, I think eleven million in cap space left with like six players to resign. Yeah, um, they just
0: traded somebody today. One of their defensemen to Shed cap.
1: Yeah, the Flyers gave him a second round pick for, for um. Whoa. What was that?
0: <laughs> was that me or was that Sam? I think it was Sam. Um,
1: they gave a second round pick for Justin Braun, which is pretty, the fly. And the, the did you see the Flyers also traded uh, Goudis for Yo, Niskanen? When how how was
0: that straight up? Yeah, somebody and, let me know.
1: Niskanen's like a bottom pair guy for like four million. Goudis <laughs> has one year left. Niskanen has like three. They trade for him one for one. What the, oh boy, fly- the Flyers? I don't know. They also traded for the rights to um, uh, Kevin Hayes. For like a oh, fifth round right. pick, and
0: he's definitely not going to sign there. Is that true? Like, legit, he said he's more I like think he's Missouri's more interested in going
1: somewhere. I read that he's like probably not going to sign there. I don't know. He could. Um, it, which moves us on to our second. Uh, we were linked probably mainly just by Joe Smith, frankly, to, to uh, Jacob Truba, which I also Ooh. think would have been a nice deal. Not for him to re-sign with us, like but it. just as a one-year piece which the Rangers ended up fleecing the Winnipeg, the, the Winnipeg Jets for him because the Rangers traded Kevin Hayes to the Jets for a first-round pick and um, a player – I can't remember his name. He has crazy hair, though. Uh, Lemieux. Claude – or not Claude Lemieux. Uh, Brendan Brandon Lemieux. Brendan Lemieux. Yeah, yeah. Brendan Lemieux and a first-round pick for Kevin Hayes for three months of Kevin Hayes. And then the the Jets – or the Rangers just trade that pick they got from Winnipeg back to Winnipeg plus Neil Pionk for Jacob Truba. So the Rangers basically got Jacob Truba for Neil Pionk
0: and three months of Kevin Hayes. When you put it that way, I didn't realize that. I thought it was a yeah, I and I thought Truba was a UFA this summer, but No, it's next summer. I, I didn't realize he had one more year. That's
1: really good business from the Rangers. The only thing that makes me feel better is that he has apparently he has like the biggest prick of an agent for teams because he he just yeah. gets his yeah, he players kinda, a hell he of money a he
0: had i heard Whoa. he well Truba was having they were contract shit about him last year
1: yeah so it wouldn't like, surprise so. me if he signs a deal for like seven or eight million which um yeah he can have <laughs> they can have fun paying him the same amount for that we're paying headman yeah uh,
0: that's fucking yeah that's a joke so now the, I haven't seen enough other than him being a right shot defenseman. He's pretty physical, but yes, it would have been nice to have him. But he would have been really good with us. He would have been for a one year because we're not paying yeah. his ass seven million.
1: I thought it would it would have been a really nice deal if we could have gave up, especially if we could have swapped like just traded him Yanni Gord or something for, and maybe a pick so for a year of Trobe. You gave him Yann Ruda. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, already, but then once I saw. Once I saw that the the Rangers and the Devils and the Red Wings like once I saw there was several teams interested in him, I knew there was no way we were gonna um, be able to acquire him, considering that we'd only be giving up like a rental package, not a package contingent on him, on him signing. Speaking of the Red Wings,
0: Shocker of the Year, Stevie Wise, the new GM. Stevie, who I don't I don't know anyone. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay, we're playing that game. All right, never mind. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, have fun have fun rebuilding that circus stevie yeah um ken holland just got cocked by steve <laughs> 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 uh, um
1: so before we get into our latest trade bait or not tra- yeah trade rumor i guess um we'll talk about the moves we made so far so we already t- mentioned a little bit y- jan ruta one year 1. 1.3 million which all right before oh boy Especially considering the news from today, Coburn, two years, $3.4 million, $1.7 per year, which is less than half of what he was making per year on his last contract. So it's a very team-friendly deal, and considering he's our best defenseman in the playoffs, in my opinion, I really like the deal. But it, it really just makes me scratch my head at why we are wasting a $1 on Ruta uh, $1.3 for a year. And I get that there are injuries, but we can just call up Cameron Gons or Cal Foote. Like, we, d- we didn't yeah. call up Cal Foote. We called up Cameron Gons at the end of the year and played him in a few games. They literally just signed him just because he's a right-shot defenseman. And we have Hedman, uh, McDonough, Chernak, Sergachev, Coburn now. So, I guess that leaves one right-shot spot open. Um, Girardi's definitely gone. Strawman will probably be gone. So I guess that slots in Ruta, although according to Pierre Lebrun, his latest athletic article, Brisbane is definitely in the market for a top-pairing, top-four right-handed shot defenseman. So Who's the left? Ristolainen.
0: He's a free agent? No, it would be a trade. He's, oh. he,
1: he has like three or four more years left at like 5.4
0: not bad i remember us talking about that at the trade deadline yeah so did we briefly mention that we we did we did
1: mention that and i think what i said was that so he's a really kind of polarizing player because literally half of the buffalo fan base hates him and thinks he's terrible and the other half thinks that he has just been playing on a shitty team and playing too many he plays like 26 minutes a night and has yeah. been for, like, the past four years. And he's only 24. That's the crazy thing. He's only 24. He puts up 40 points, 45 points a year. But it's mostly on the power play, which he wouldn't be playing power play here. Um, So, I think it's we pretty, could... It's pretty physical, no? Yeah, he's very physical. I remember I was sending you guys his highlights. He's bodied Ovechkin, like, twice. Which, frankly, I'm... I, I'm here for it. We need we can't, like we were saying we can't roll into the next year with the same lineup. We got pushed around two years in a row. We need somebody that, um, can change that trend. Uh, I saw on on Raw Charge they wrote an article and they called they they said if we traded for him, he would be like Andre Schuster 2.0, which. <laughs> That's <not some> <laughs> I don't, I don't agree. Andre uh, yeah, I don't know could. about that one. Andre, you could play Andre Schuster for all team two team minutes team of the power play, every power play, can, and he um, would never put up 45 would, points. Yeah. Speaking
2: of Andre Schuster, he is a right shot defenseman, and he was also an unrestricted free agent. Oh. He
0: didn't play a minute in Anaheim last year, and Anaheim was buns.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, what do you guys think about Ristolainen?
0: I say go for it at this point. What do we got to lose? One in Rome, the- you might as well. But yeah. you
2: know, to give up some stuff. But fuck could-
1: it. Especially considering That's- the prices for defenseman Carlson, he went for a bunch of no no names and like yeah. what a first round pick and a second round pick for him resigning peanuts for for a two time Norris Trophy winner. Truba just went for a first round pick that already belonged to the Jets and a decent pl- decent player. Ristolainen is not as good as Truba. So, if we could get a good deal for him, especially considering, all right, so here's what I'm proposing. We could trade Callahan to get a cap dump and then we yep. I'm here Perfect. I'm From here Buffalo. for trading uh Cologne. I don't think he would waive. I'm I'm going to say for the sake of uh everything that's been mentioned regarding us, our trade rumors, it's always been JT Miller or Yanni Gord because they both signed for very similar numbers and their no trade doesn't kick in until this summer, probably July 1st. Now, the the dissettling things that I've been hearing is that everyone always mentions JT Miller. No one mentions Yanni Gord, even though they're in the same exact position. I think if we're going to trade one of the two, it should be Yanni Gore because we have enough undersized speedy wingers. We have enough undersized wingers. We have enough of players like him in our system, like Gabriel Fortier and um, Alex Bareboulet. Why would we trade the one the one true power forward we have in our whole entire organization, other than Killorn, if you want to call him a power forward, even though because he doesn't play like it? After getting bullied in the f- for, by two teams in a row in the playoffs, we're going to trade our only power forward. So I would rather, much rather see Yanni Gord get traded than JT Miller. Um, we could go Callahan, Gord, and a pick for and maybe a second rounder since Justin Braun just went for a second rounder and we're giving a good player plus a captain and may, you know maybe a mid-level prospect. That should be more than enough to get it done. Um, would you guys be like happy? Yeah. Would you guys be happy with a uh, well? First of all, do you agree with my assessment on trading Gord over over Miller?
2: Yes, in the sense of you know, the the power forward. Uh, that point, yeah, that's obviously huge. We have so many quick, speedy guys. That Gord obviously is the same as like Johnson and Point. Obviously, just not maybe as skilled. So, you know, really um, being a power forward that helps a lot. I think the only thing, yeah, honestly. Gord, he he's just not as he's not clutch when he needs to be. He doesn't play good when he needs to play good.
1: Yeah, which by the way, everyone talks about how J.T. Miller doesn't do shit in the playoffs, but him and Yanni Gord have like the, like same, the same playoff numbers.
2: Okay, but he's been in. I mean, granted, I think he's been in more playoff situations than Yanni Gord. I mean, he's had cup of cup. Since they've been since they've been on
1: Tampa, though, at least. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah but we. I think. I think we we acquired uh, J T. Miller to be like a guy in the playoffs, and like not he's he just he's been just a guy. He hasn't been much.
1: I thought he was actually decent uh, towards the second, the last two games of the series. He was the only one that was like playing the body and getting in front of the net.
2: Yeah, because when in doubt, he's the only one that can really do that.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like.
2: Yeah, that that, sp- that is valuable, in itself, especially
1: right. with the trend of the 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 blue the Bruins and the Blues played in the final this year. It was a very physical playoffs. If it can, if the league continues to trend that way, like Yanni Gore is not going to do anything in the playoffs, and uh, I feel like we have to. Cause he's going to try to though
2: because he thinks he's physical.
1: Well, I, you know, he has a lot of heart. I'm not. It's nothing against him. It's just like what our team needs right now. Are we going to trade? The one it's thing we a, have a lot of, or the one thing we don't have a lot of, especially considering they put up very similar numbers. Um, to I just pulled up their hockey reference. Yanni Gord had seven points last year in the playoffs, and he was playing with Johnson and Point, I believe, correct, for most of the playoffs. Yeah, seven
2: points in the playoffs. I didn't even think we scored seven goals in the playoffs.
1: No, no, no. Last year, last year, last year, <laughs> against <laughs> like, not not this year. He had, okay. he had one point this year.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, and then J.T. Miller had eight points last year. In the play, or no? Yeah, yeah. He had eight points last year. J.T. Miller, uh, Miller had two points this year. Yanni Gord had one. So I mean, was Miller on the power play in the year before? He did have. I know he scored a power play goal for sure. So he he definitely was playing a little bit of power play um But I don't think Yanni was But, but Yanni's not really good on the power play especially not in the no, playoffs. Yeah, no, that.
2: Be, yeah, that helps. Yeah, train, so and yeah, we just failed. Yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> I, I
1: I it just really bothers me cuz I feel like Brisbo has said oh Yanni Gord exemplifies our like Yanni Gord is his, is his guy and I feel like it would just be really it wouldn't instill a lot of confidence in me for Brisbo to like trade Miller just because I know that he would be kind of, you know, stuck stuck to his ways and kind of stubborn in his ways, if you were to trade Yanni Gord, it show me he's a lot more um, forward thinking, open minded. At the end of the day, it probably won't make a big difference either way. I'm just telling, you, saying what I would like to see. I think it makes more sense. Um, but yeah, we need to try. I feel like not, we we can't have both of them in the lineup. In the episode we did not air, we were talking about lineups and. No matter what you do with the lineups, one of them is going to be playing in the bottom six, and they shouldn't. Like, one of them's going to be playing in the fourth line, and they shouldn't. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, with that being said,
0: what else should we touch on here? I was going to say that you – at first I wasn't – I didn't think we should trade Gore, but you kind of sold me on why we should keep Miller over him.
2: Does I think you agree. make a good
0: point about yeah. the physical, the physical aspect that isn't yeah, talked I've about.
2: Been, uh, I've been hard on Miller, but you know, when it comes to this, and I've always kind of given Gore the benefit of the doubt. You know, he's obviously boofed some goals that he should have had in critical moments. And Miller, yeah, but you definitely kind of sold me on why Miller's more valuable at this point in time.
0: Yeah, I would now agree with you that we, sh- if it's going to be anybody, as far as it, on paper, it looks harder because. I see more potential to score points in Gord than I do Miller. Yeah, but it's I, more valuable though, you know. I think for what we need for what we need, that's probably what we'd have to give up. Or yeah. I think it would be easier to give up Gord.
1: I think a trade with the Sabres just makes too much sense because they could take on the Callahan contract and then we can give them what they're looking for. Everyone's been mentioning Miller because they're like, Oh, Buffalo needs to sort out their second line center situation. I mean Yanni Gord plays center two. With all this being said, at the end of the day, I I feel like Miller's going to get traded in this lobby for not, this whole conversation. Um, yeah. Just because there's just been too many. And that's just what's been frustrating me is that when everyone's been mentioning us in trades, they always mention, oh, JT Miller could be, like, JT Miller's no trade doesn't kick in. Like, why is no one mentioning Yanni Gord? Like, please, someone mention Yanni Gord. Like, speak this into existence. Like, I don't uh, want to lose Miller. We are. Yeah, speaking into existence. It's just,
0: yeah, it's crazy that it's crazy that you acquire somebody uh, in a big deal in about a year in, a, in about a year's time they're already like the trade bait in every trade. That's so just, that's kind of weird. Yanni
1: but. Gord had sixty four points last year and forty eight points this year, and then J T Miller had, um, he had, oh God. Eighteen points for us. He had four or fifty eight. Okay, he had fifty eight last year total and then forty seven this year. So literally they're within a,
0: a point of each other. Johnny Gore dropped off by twenty points.
1: Yeah. You said he had six year. By, by sixteen points. Yeah. Oh shit. And that was playing top six almost exclusively. JT Miller was on the in the bottom six for like probably the majority of the year. And he had one less point.
0: Uh, the man's doing his research.
1: Yeah, I come with the facts. So, <laughs> um, now we 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 I guess we should talk a little bit about uh, our remaining. Sign, sign point. Yeah, <laughs> our our remaining yeah. RFA's. Most notably, we have Braden Point. We've talked about yeah, him a man. few times in it. some previous episodes already.
2: I love just every time the Lightning like Twitter account posts something, you just look at the mentions, everyone's just like sign point, sign <laughs> <Yes>. point, <laughs> sign point. They're just getting they're getting relentless at this point. Um even though like Love Braden, he was amazing last year and we, we should sign him and he's worth his money. Whatever he gets, hopefully he um, maybe can be on a little bit of a discount side, but he wasn't he wasn't as good as he needs to be in the playoffs and I'm sure he knows that, but Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he disappeared. But so did Kucherov and so did a lot of other everybody. Players.
1: So I think the direction his his things have been going is that he's probably going to do a, a like a 5-year bridge deal or something.
0: That's what I was going to ask so I was hoping he'd take a bridge deal. Yeah, but he'd I like don't count. think it's going to be like I I don't think it's going to be like a bridge deal
1: in the way that Kucherov was like super cheap 3 years 4.6 i think it's going to be like the austin matthews bridge deal where it's like five years except point will probably be like eight million instead of 11.
0: oh shit i was going to throw out six but that's probably not gonna happen that's not really a bridge I, I deal hope for a bridge I, when, when i thought of bridge i thought about cooch's deal or Vazzy's deal where it's like clearly cheaper than yeah um no it'll probably be like
1: the league's change i mean the league's changing it's well, going to be I, more like the Austin Matthews type deal, where it's like big money and shorter term, like um, a five
0: by forty or something. So it's
1: yeah eight a year, yeah, pretty much. Although bad, I guess. it wouldn't surprise me if we could just get him at an eight by eight or an eight by eight and a half, because he had less points in Stamkos this year. Plus Stamkos is our captain, and he like he and Cooch set the tone. You know, the only people that are saying you know he deserves like nine ten a year are Leafs fans because. Course. because they're clutching oh, their, their purses because mitch marner is about to take him to the bank and it's crazy <laughs> because now i hear the the lease fans talking about how mitch mitch marner doesn't deserve this much money
0: and every game i've watched with the lease he's been their best player
1: like he's been the tomorrow. Oh,
0: can they just focus on a winning team and just focus on the raptors and stop talking about the fucking lease until october yeah, they're so delusional, the man. Down, yeah. man. I'm they're just... so delusional. It's
1: it's hilarious. So yeah, gun to your head. What do you guys think point contract is at?
0: Five by forty. Sam, five years, forty million.
2: Yeah, I'd like that. That'd be if we can get him yeah. at like eight. I think that's a steal.
0: You gotta keep everybody under the nine five. Yeah. Nine five is the deepest part of the pool. Nobody goes. Yeah, How's I think that?
2: if we can keep up under that, I think that's just still all things considered. And like I, I think he kind of pegs me as a guy that isn't too greedy and maybe would we'll take a discount, especially with Transprior. You would hope maybe so. You I, would he hope would, so, or, yeah, but
1: I feel like so. players are just moving away from that mentality. Yeah,
2: Let's maybe, see. but I don't know. Especially in our situation, I just think this the situation that happened with us, I think. Yeah. You know, maybe that might play a little bit of a factor into it. And I don't know. He seems like he's a good guy.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping for eight by eight or eight by eight and a half. Gun to my head, I'm gonna say five by eight. Um, so yeah, we'll see. That'll probably be that. that's. I, I mean, I that's a good deal for us. That's got to be done soon, though, right? Like, what? what a, how much is there to quibble over?
2: I don't know. I'm, at this point, it's gotta just be numbers. It's a numbers. Yeah, game. I yeah. feel like there's
1: just no way he can make it's, more than Stamkos because he had less points than him, and he was playing with Kucherov all year. And Stamkos was pretty much on his own line, um, but yeah. Uh, and then, less notably, we have Paquette and
0: Ernie, I believe, are our other two RFAs. One for one, Ooh. baby. Classic <laughs> hey. one, one or it's they usually do like one year, one mil. Dem,
2: you call them them boys, right there. Those are the fourth yeah. line warriors. So bring them back. I
1: would, I would like to see Paquette back, but we do have like. It's probably about two guys in Syracuse that are like just too good for the AHL, I think, at this point, being Carter Verhaeg. He was like up there leading the league in scoring, I believe, and then also Mitchell Stevens. They've both been talked about to go take this fourth center spot. So if we really are in a cap crunch, I could see us just letting Paquette go and signing one of them for the bottom four. Paquette's like your ideal fourth-line center, but – You never know. Maybe these guys have some more offensive potential. And as far as Ernie goes, I think a lot of people want him to come back because he's one of our only physical players, but I think he can fuck on off, to to be
2: (laughs) frank. (laughs) From what I do recall, I could be completely wrong, but I think he was okay in the playoffs, but he is more physical.
0: I thought he disappeared in the playoffs, so I was going to make that comment. I don't know. I I could be wrong.
2: He's I'm just Wait,
1: fucking. Is
0: that doesn't, doesn't
2: surprise any of us? I'm just fucking really, like, sick these. of
1: us ha- our of our tough guys being little guys. Like he's not that big, but he 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 just plays physical because that's what we need. Like that's what's going to keep him in the lineup. Can we just if we can we just get a real big person,
0: dude? How like, the fuck are we going to play Washington next year? Because now they have Goudis too. They have Goudis gonna and gooder. Wilson. They're going to our shit. I'm telling around. you, we need wrist like Rizalainen. If you look at
1: Ristolainen highlights. Probably the two of the top five results is just going to be him laying out Ovechkin. So, you know, connect Dude, the dots here. Um, you should
0: fucking trade for Tom Wilson, man.
1: Yeah. Also, I saw that the, I'm the half, salary I'm cap half not kidding. The salary cap has been projected all year to be like 83 or 83 and a half. And then I think the That's latest projection that, is that it's going to be 82, which could really yeah, like, saw crunch us further. So, I thought it like, was going to go 82 days. We already gave one year, 1.3 to Ruta. Like, do we really need to give that to Ernie when we have, you know, Volkov and Mitchell Stevens, Carter Rehig, who are ready to probably step up to the, to the NHL? Like, is it worth to have I Ernie don't... in at 1 million? Like,
0: no, I don't think so. I could see losing Ernie, but it goes back to your point about. Giving Stevens over Verhage the fourth line spot because of offensive potential, or keeping Paquette because he's physical. It's back to your point about Miller and Gord. I would, I would, I would certainly choose Paquette over Ernie. Like I feel like we could, I feel like we
1: we'll probably only keep one of them. I would definitely, I would take Paquette ten out of ten times, and then just let Cart Verhague or uh, Stevens play the wing in their first year on the fourth line.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Sounds good to me. I,
1: I yeah, that's agree. That's, which means it's not going to You said happen. you
0: disagree or you agree? No, don't
1: disagree.
0: So yeah. I agree. Okay, yeah, works. you agree.
1: Get these fucking double <laughs> negatives out of here, son. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: disagree, man. Uh, Shit, all right, fuck. A- <laughs> um, what, else? what else? Where are we picking in the draft? Pff, some what? fucking French-Canadian. Some no, ad- I said where. Like oh, what pick? 27th, I think. Wait, why? Right. Why are we so fucking late? Oh, do we not have a first-round pick? No, well, we I'm have really, a first-round pick.
1: Prepare. We don't have a second-round pick, I think, because.
2: Oh. The defenseman.
1: The deal. I think we don't have a second-round pick because that that the McDonough deal, right? It was a first round last year, and then a first round if we won the cup this year. Otherwise, it's a second rounder, and we're picking like 27th, which
0: I don't know how the seating works because like. We got eliminated. We should be, like,
1: 20th. Yeah, but I think the fact that we – I think regular season record factors into it somehow because there's no other explanation for us being so late. Fucking weird. Yeah, we're probably going to take some fucking French-Canadian winger or something. Oh, we didn't talk about Connor Ingram. We traded him for a fucking seventh-round pick. The the save percentage leader in the AHL, the – and he was tied for shutouts, I think. Yeah, I read an article. Yeah, why did we sh- do that? Head. So I read an article. He was a shithead. Okay. So first of all, no one knows what happened. Second of all, that's what someone yeah someone commented on my post. He said maybe he should have been a shithead. I was like, okay, are you fucking work for Syracuse or what, bud? Like a quick a quick look at his profile quickly assured me that he does not have any type of sources. <laughs> um, so basically what happened was, you know, there was some sort of problem in Syracuse. They sent him to the coast. Be- basically what I saw gathered is that he wasn't happy with, ha- he wants, to, he wanted to play more games and, uh, he basically went about it and he, I guess he even admitted that he probably didn't handle things the way he should have. So they fucking sent his ass to the coast and then Brisbois comes down to meet with him. They send him back up to Syracuse. Brisbois goes to meet with him. Sends him right back down to the coast. So, something he said, some shit at the meeting, whatever. What I don't understand is I read that leading up to the trade, Brisbane literally had lunch with him and was like trying to find a nice place for him to end up, which he did. But what I don't get is like if the relationship was good enough that you're on speaking terms with him and you can like do him a favor by finding him a solid landing spot, like you couldn't salvage that relationship. Wasn't he supposed to be our fucking backup soon? Most Im- yeah, he was. And most importantly, how are you only going to get a seventh-round pick for him? Like, if you have a problem with him and you want to trade him, fine. But he is worth, like, a- at least a second-rounder. He was literally the best goalie in the AHL until the all- he was an all-star. And then whatever happened, happened. So, yeah, I'm not fucking happy with it. I think that trade is going to bite us in the ass. He's probably going to become a stud in Nashville. Yep. Um I think, I think uh, he, they should have handled the situation like the Druin situation, where you you bury the news, and then you let him play his value up, and then and then when it's not when everyone knows that he
0: you get Mikhail yeah, check. Yeah,
1: yeah, you get in Mikhail check. Obviously, he would obviously he wouldn't get that much, but the point is that they let Druin play his value up, because if if everyone knows he wants out, you don't have any leverage. They could have just let him play, especially. Syracuse doesn't even have a goalie now. Pasquale signed in the KHL, and Con- Connor Ingram just got traded, so we literally don't even have a goalie in Syracuse.
0: Dang. Rip Eddie Pasquale. Pasquale. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> the fucking dog.
2: Eddie P. He,
1: got- he got his first NHL win, and he peaced out. Um, yep. probably Off for, to Russia. Probably for a bag, a big bag in Russia. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't happy about that at all. I think it, it it didn't instill much confidence in me for Brisbane. Um Iserman probably would have fucking got us a – probably would have fleeced the Kings again for him or something. How about some yeah, shit know. if we had traded him to fucking Detroit? Oh. That would have been some <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think oh it was just God. a fuck situation. You only get a sec- a, a seventh round pick, like it's ridiculous, and you don't even have a goal. We don't
0: even have a goalie now. So. Yeah, where's our goal? That's funny. I didn't know that oh. either. Damn, doing big yeah. things this summer, Breeze Bois. Yeah, this get is. A- he's
2: a he's a first summer with the Keep drive, it up baby. A-
1: Anyways, that's
0: well, pretty much it. everything do, we have do. to
2: talk
1: about. You know, being the NHL, most likely the same thing, the same way. We nothing happened with Carlson. Nothing happened with Truba. We're probably just gonna end up rolling into the the new season with the same exact team. Same fucking team. Which honestly like I watch I pretty much watch every game. I was in Spain and I was watching almost every game. It's gonna be really it's gonna be really like I say this now, once hockey's on, I'm probably just gonna watch it like the sucker that I am. But like from sitting here today, it's gonna be hard for me to watch every game. With the same exact lineup, because no matter how good they play, I'm like th- this sweep is gonna be in the back of my mind. I'm just going be like waiting for the playoffs to oh, start. Oh yeah, I'm not. Gonna, oh, yeah. I'm
0: not gonna give two shits about the regular season. Exactly. I'm not I'm, even gonna
2: give this team any credit until they no. four games after the regular season. That's they why need to, I,
0: I don't. I'm not even gonna give them credit if they win one round, two rounds next year. Like they need to go. They need to get shit done, or it's another just another shit year.
1: Yeah, if we had team, made a,
0: this, this team should at least make the finals. At least make the finals.
1: If we had made a, a a a nice run and you know went out with some fucking dignity, I you know I'd be okay rolling with the same lineup. But after this happened, I'm like I was just like screw it, man. Like I don't even care about the future. Just like we got to shake something up. Like I didn't care what it was. Yeah. that's why I was in in on the Carlson and on the True Boat rumors. Um. Yeah, I just need to see something new because I'll yeah, watch, new faces, but, like, man. yeah, the, the, the regular season. Especially with all the, the randomness in the playoffs. Like, the, the regular season means nothing. Home ice means nothing. Seating means nothing. The, the President's Trophy really has never meant anything, but. Are we hanging a fucking banner, yes or no? I think, <laughs> we, better yeah, I mean, we better not. I mean, like <laughs> I, I, I feel like they'll put up a President's yeah, Trophy I mean. a banner. Oh, all right, Um, quickly. The uh, the NHL awards are about to happen as well, which is just going to be like salt in the wound because Cooch is going to win Dude, probably the Hart, the, the, Hart win the, the Hart and the Art Ross. He's uh, going to win the the heart and the Art Ross. Headman's up for the the Norris. Bassie's, up for the, Bassie's up for the Vesna. Cooper's up for, for the Jack Adams. I hope no one wins. Cause, well, Kooch is obviously going to win probably. Yeah. Cooper,
2: but, uh,
1: there's no
2: way Cooper wins Coach of the Year because I think
1: they vote
0: before the nah. they vote before the playoffs so. Who else were the, who were the other finalists? Who was the, I don't you know know who was the finalists, finalists? Trotz and. Trotz and. Um, Trotz and um, oh. Fuck, who do you uh, think? I don't know. I know who was. I, mean, I don't think it was St.
1: Louis's guy. No. He deserved it, man. Um, maybe the Stars be... coach? Something? Mm, I don't maybe. know. Maybe. But uh, also, I, I saw. Ben Bishop
2: I... should win Vezna, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm here for that uh something i saw that Hedman said that he, he only on his, watched
2: he he had a good playoffs it was it was good watching ben Bishop have a nice playoffs yeah, know, yeah. but losing but by game yeah. 7 that was vintage bish man good to see
1: yeah nashville's really glad that we got swept cuz they were they they got embarrassed like and no one even cares like nashville yeah hopefully we, i don't know that's besides the point um i saw that Hedman said that he only watched 10 minutes of the playoffs. And I was wondering this. As I watched the finals, I was just thinking, I really hope some of the players are watching this and watching what it looks like to play with like so much heart. Because those guys were... Chara got his jaw broken. You know, Ryan O'Reilly was playing on cracked ribs. I'm like, can you watch this and just see what this? you need to aspire to be? But of course, Hedman says, oh no, I only watched 10 minutes. Coburn, I saw... Joe Smith tweeted that his wife was saying yeah, how he, he was watching he the games and he was getting all grumpy and stuff. So, like, at least he's, you know, pissed off. Um, well, he's all – that was a and, and, shock and, and, and he's taking making a sacrifice by making a team-friendly deal. So, you know what? I'm standing Coburn this episode. I'm hyped. Me too.
2: Stand Coburn, man.
1: We stand Coburn. Um, so, yeah, you know, and it just makes me sad, kind of sad that, you know, you know Cooch didn't watch that shit. You know Stamkos didn't watch that shit. Like
2: was probably playing video games or some bullshit.
0: Cooch was just in the bag every day, burning it down. Well, he was too they I was gonna talk about the world championships real quick because Chernak played his balls off. He had like five goals. Really? Yeah, he was was I saw the I saw
1: the lightning I saw some highlight I was watching some Russia highlights. I watched a lot of Russia highlights. It was kind of funny, though. The Lightning would tweet out, like, everyone's stat line, and everyone was kind of like, one goal, one assist, one goal, two assists. And then it was this it's Kuch, like, tweet. eight points,
0: 14 assists. Or eight goals, 14 <laughs> assists. I'm like, Jesus. He was just yeah. so much more than everyone else. But I yeah, don't I think they... that team That team didn't even win, though. And they had, like, that Russia team had, like, Kucherov, Malkin, Ovechkin, Kovalchuk, yeah, Karnicev, Dodd-Suk. As... Yeah, they lost. As the as team. From win, from the playoffs. They yeah. didn't win. <laughs> That's fucking sad. We need some fins on our team. Some fin, Yeah, we do need some fins. Wrist-aligning. Yeah, there you go. wrist
1: Fuck, this episode Perfect. came full circle. We'll fucking end Perfect. on that. I,
0: thought,
2: I want to say that our last. Maybe there's more fins
1: That that That's full circle right there. Uh, yeah, I can't think of anything else to really talk about. Um, hold on, let me look at my, my phone notes. I wrote a couple notes down. Just make sure we covered everything. Um... Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. I think uh, I wrote down that when Briswell was talking about blowing things up, he said he. I think he said something like he wasn't sure if size was the issue. Uh, it was, buddy. It was, and Cooper's <laughs> inability to adjust. So, you know, trade Gord, uh, get Risto. Um, I don't know. That's pretty much sums up the episode. Point. Announce point.
2: Yeah, bro. Sign point,
1: man. All right. And this Please sign point. Uh yeah, don't think he's gonna get offer sheeted. Um yeah, so this will be this bad boy will be up on iTunes in the near future. Stay tuned. We'll see what happens in the draft. We'll record shortly, a couple weeks after probably once everything the dust settles. And that's that. GG boys.
2: Once we makes once we make some riveting news in the off season. Yeah
1: yeah. Something happens.
2: Once Brisbane wakes up.
1: Peace.